This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Welcome to Alec Feldman, the podcast from Wizard Radio. We've taken his show, broadcast live on Saturdays between 3 and 5, then cut out the songs, news, and other bits that aren't very interesting, leaving you with about an hour-ish of sweet, juicy content. Mmm, content. Just one more thing. Don't bother sending in any messages, we'll probably never see them. You may be charged, but your entry won't be counted. Because this isn't live, obviously. It's a podcast. It's already happened. In the past. To get involved, just listen live on Saturdays between 3 and 5 on Wizard Radio Station. I'd like to be able to say you won't regret it, but I can't. This is Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Kevin mentioned it in the news before, and he played a little clip, but I think we all need to hear a bit more of that Sajid Javid announcement that he's got COVID. I can't explain to you why I find it so funny. I just do. If you see the visual, he's just stood there in front of a white background, looking straight into the camera, and it it just starts like this. Let's have a listen. Hi, everyone. I just wanted to update you all that I've tested positive for COVID. I was feeling a bit groggy last night, so I took a lateral flow test this morning, and it's come out positive. So I'm now self-isolating at home with my family until I get the results of a PCR test. I'm grateful that I've had two jabs of the vaccine, and so far, my symptoms are very mild. If everyone plays their part, you're not only protecting yourself and your loved ones, but you're also safeguarding the NHS and helping to preserve our way of life. Thank you. Like I I can't put my finger on why I find it so funny. I guess it's the combination of like internet influencer, hostage, and someone that's just completely calm about the whole thing and doesn't care. It's like (laughs) the tone of voice does not match the info. I don't know. It's just funny. And I wanted to have a listen to a bit more. It's Saturday. It's three o'clock. Now, live from Manchester, Alec Feldman. I love it when the songs match what it looks like out the window. Calvin Harris, Tom Grennan, by your side on Wizard Radio and BTS permission to dance before that. Hello! We're on, we're live, I'm Alec Feldman, and this is my two-hour bit of radio that I get to do every week. How are you? Is it all good? Oh, wow. It's so sunny outside, where I'm looking out some massive windows. I have so much to tell you. I've got a big door open onto a balcony. My life has changed so dramatically in the last week. I don't live in a basement anymore. If you listen a lot, you'll know that I lived in a basement for a year and didn't really have windows. And now, not only do I have bigger windows, I've got this big sliding glass door. In a balcony, I can look outside and I can see trees and the sky. And I don't know when the novelty's going to wear off, but at the moment, I am loving life and it's so sunny and it's so warm. And here I am just doing the radio whilst sort of half outside. It's very nice. 
How how are you then? Are you also enjoying the fact that it's really hot? I'm, I've got a bit of a sweat and I kind of smell bad. It's a good thing it's the radio. Anyway, on the show today, I have many things that I would like to discuss. Cancellation. Guess who? The Olympics. Burglars. And warnings. Those are five things that will be discussed at some point between now and five o'clock. Um, what specifically about them? Well, you have to keep listening to find out. That's how it works. We'll do um, we'll do cancellations next because someone has been cancelled. It all this always happens. People go viral on the internet, and then not long after that they get cancelled. It's happened again. I will fill you in on the details in about five minutes' time. Also on the show before five o'clock, a sixty-second guide. We'll play what's going on, and it's quite a funny one this week. I think. I'm pretty happy with the clip that I've set, uh, found from the internet. So we'll do that just before four. We'll get that all going. And music. There's always music. Doja Cat and The Weeknd coming up. Inhaler, Lil Nas X, Mimi Web. It's going to sound good. And I'm always here at any point on the end of the phone if you want to get involved. 07807183538 at any time. Any thoughts, feedback, comments, complaints, abuse. Send it all my way. It will all be very gratefully received. Before I play you Doja Cat, I would like to, you know, fill you in where my head's at, what I'm liking, what I'm not liking, what's sort of been going on in my life this week, what's been preying on my mind. We do the worst and the best things in the world this week, and I just tell you what they are, so let's do it. The worst thing in the world this week. Have you ever had to go without the internet for any amount of time? Five minutes? Five hours? Five days? It sucks. It's the worst. You suddenly realise how much of your life is online and how much time you spend looking mindlessly at the internet. And because I've moved, more details on all that moving house stuff, by the way, at about 10 past four, because once again, there is there is lots to tell you. Moving house is always an eventful experience. <laughs> I have stories at 10 past four. Um, I moved house and because you can't get the internet set up like as soon as you move in, I didn't have the internet from, ooh, it was like last Thursday to last night, basically. And that's a long time to not have the internet. Obviously, I had data on my phone, but when you haven't got Wi-Fi, that goes out very quickly. You run out of data, like, in no time. So I've already spent, like, 20 quid just on getting extra data. And even that's not enough, and you can't do anything, and it's really annoying. You can't stream anything, and your computer doesn't really do anything. It's just rubbish, and you realise how difficult it is to go without the internet for any amount of time. And... I'm still at the point now where, because it's only just been switched back on again, I'm just loving it, which brings me on to the best thing in the world this week, which is having the internet. We ha- I'm, I'm less than 24 hours in. It's really fast. It's It works. I can go on websites and I can stream stuff. It's just great. I love the internet. Never leave me again, please, because it's just horrible having to, like, read books or go on walks. It's just not fun. Not fun. So those are simultaneously the worst and the best thing in the world this week. Not having the internet and then having it again. I'm a new man. I really am. It makes you appreciate how good it is when it comes back. But another thing that's coming back that I think is one of the best things in the world this week. If you're about my age, slightly younger, you'll remember on Microsoft Office back in the day when you were at school, there'd be this weird little annoying clip, uh, paper clip that would come up and be like, it looks like you need help, and it would offer you loads of patronising, annoying advice, and everyone hated it, and it would be the first thing you'd close if it appeared to be like, get off my screen, go, be gone, banish yourself into the depths of hell, and everyone hated it, 
But then, now it's gone, you're kind of like, oh, I missed that annoying little clip, paper clip thing. Um, so they're bringing it back, not to offer you help and advice anymore. Those days are gone. But it is back in emoji form. You know how loads of different companies, all the emojis are slightly different. There's the Apple ones that everyone knows. But then Android, they look slightly different. Or like Samsung ones, or Microsoft ones. They're all kind of the same, but just subtly different. Um, and in the Microsoft flavor of emojis that you'll see if you use a Windows phone, <coughs> so, so nobody will ever see, they've replaced the paperclip with Clippy. So he's back, and in a really harmless form, because he won't pop up when you don't want him to and annoy you. You can just use it when you're like sliding into people's DMs. <laughs> you can do the paperclip emoji and be like, you look like you need some help. Can I help you? And they'll be like, get off my screen. But, you know, it's a nice bit of nostalgia. Clippy is back in clip emoji form thing. That didn't make sense. You know what? Let's just play a song. Coming up next, cancellation. It will come for us all one day. This is Doja Cat and The Weekend. You're right on Wizard Radio. Wizard Radio. And that was Doja Cat and The Weekend with you. Right, Alec Feldman on till five. Hi. Coming up, Inhaler and Lil Nas X. But I would like to tell you about a process, a sort of a pattern, something that happens time and time again, like clockwork. Something will go viral. Someone or something will go viral on Twitter or Instagram or TikTok. And everyone will be like, oh my God, look at this. Isn't this incredible? Isn't this hilarious? And everyone will be like, yeah, 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 isn't it great? And then usually a few hours or days later, somebody else will come along and go, well, actually, you're laughing, but this person did this or did that or said this or said that. And it turns out the person or thing that went viral is actually massively problematic. And everyone sharing it going, oh my God, look how great this is, feels a bit bad and silly. And the person gets cancelled and we all pretend it never happened. This happens fairly often, I'd say. And it's happened again, this time with Chanel. Now, I'm not talking about the the fashion designer she has been cancelled but that's not the one i'm talking about this one isn't a nazi this one is the owner of a parrot and everybody knows this parrot this was it was like a year ago you know the one i'm talking about where she lost it here's the here's her celebrate not celebrating (laughs) begging people to help her find it the last time it went missing she's an african grey and named chanel You know the one I'm talking about, that woman, Chanel, sorry, I said it, I meant she, obviously, she's an African grey, the parrot, Chanel, and she went missing and she got found again and everything was fine, but then, this week, you will have heard this, this happened as well. Hi guys, I'm so sorry, I need your help again, it's not a joke, Chanel flew off again, please, I don't know what to do, but if anyone sees a parrot, you know what she's like, she's bald, and she just flew off. It sounds a bit like Chanel doesn't really want to be with this person. That that would just be my gut reaction. But you know what? I'm not surprised that Chanel keeps trying to escape. Because the owner of Chanel is hugely problematic. She has been cancelled. And let me tell you for why. After Chanel went missing a second time, Chanel was found a second time. Happy days. And who should interview Chanel and her owner? But Philip Schofield and Holly Willoughby, TV's most annoying double act, (laughs) and they interview her, and she gives this exclusive to Phil and Holly on this morning. She's getting her wings clipped. 
Oh, is she? All yes. oh, right. Yeah, and what does that mean? She can't fly at all then? No, she won't be able to fly at all. So it's her own fault. It's for her safety and my health. And that's safe to do, is it? Yeah. Can you go back? So I'll probably have to do it again, but yeah. Okay. I didn't know I didn't know that you could do that. Okay. Oh, you know what? I was wrong. <laughs> it wasn't Phil and Holly, it was Eamon and Ruth. I don't like I don't dislike them as much. That's fine. Anyway, so she, she she goes on this morning, not with Phil and Holly, with Eamon and Ruth, and she says she's getting Chanel's wings clipped. I don't know a lot about birds, but I saw a lot of people on Twitter, and they were very upset. Apparently, it's very cruel to clip a bird's wings because, you know, it stops it from, from flying, and that's what birds do. It's their thing. And the owner of Chanel wants to clip Chanel's wings, not because it's good for Chanel, really, because it'll be good for her, because it'll stop her from flying off outrageous she's being very selfish and people on twitter are, are going in they're just saying what a horrible person this this owner of chanel is for trying to what's that like mutilate her own pet what a horrible thing to do what are people saying um she's getting her wings what an a-hole who else could blame her the parrot that is bird owner of the year somebody said um does Chanel get a say in that? Jesus wept. This story was heartwarming right until she said she's getting the wings clipped so it can't fly nasty. So basically, we all had a nice time. We had a laugh about Chanel and going missing and coming back and going missing and coming back again. But unfortunately now, the owner of Chanel is cancelled. I wish I wish I could do something, but that's just the way it is. I'm sorry, it's official. She has now been cancelled. It'll come for us all one day. Goodbye, Chanel. Inhaler, totally, playing that on Wizard Radio. Inhaler and totally, it's Wizard Radio. Alec Feldman here. Hi. Uh, Lil Nas X, Mimi Webb, and new song by Swedish House Mafia. What? That's coming up in about 15 minutes. Days out. I like a day out. And I've got quite a lot of free time in my life, I'll be honest. And I went on a day out to the Las Vegas of the Northwest Blackpool this week. I've been to Blackpool couple of times before when when i was like little on a family holiday we didn't actually go to blackpool we went on holiday to like the slightly posher town up the road and then visited blackpool briefly and didn't leave the car true story and then i went last year and i was like you know what it was all right i had a nice enough time let's go again if you've never been to blackpool it is a ridiculous place it feels like the last sort of 30 40 years haven't really happened in blackpool which is kind of charming kind of horrible but i on balance no offense if you live in blackpool i like it a lot um and off i went and whilst i was there an extremely random turn of events occurred because of all the places in the world to see sort of like famous people you wouldn't expect to see them in, in blackpool but i did i didn't just see one though i saw three i never run into famous it's never something that's ever happened where i've been in like london or manchester or anywhere and be like hey look there's somebody famous i don't understand people that meet famouses on the street i don't see where and when it can happen but it happened to me in of all places blackpool i don't know three of them and i thought it would be quite a fun little game on the radio this afternoon to try and guess the identity of the three famous people not one three that I bumped into and actually spoke to on Thursday in Blackpool. Some people might think this sounds a bit like a game we used to do called Someone's Knocking at Your Door, but they would be wrong because nobody's knocking at my door. These are just people that I saw in Blackpool. So what I'll do 
James can ask a few questions to try and work out who all three of them are, and I'll give you a clue for each of them as well. How are you feeling about the guessing game process, James? Um, I'm excited. I used to like playing along with someone's knocking at the door. And you always did have to play along, because I wouldn't tell you until the end. I know. It was, um... Well, unfortunately for the listeners, I wasn't very good. So, this will be fun. Right, so, three people that I bumped into. Get a pen and paper out, because this might get complicated. The first person, I'll give you like a sentence or a phrase that I would I would say describes the three of these people that I bumped into in Blackpool, right? Mm. Number one. Nice guy. Doesn't do much. Nice guy. Doesn't do much. Is person number one. Person number two. You'll have heard of them, but you won't really know anything about them. So that'll make this quite difficult. And person number three. Give it to me. That's That's all. Give it oh to God. me. Um, so those are the, the very vague clues. If anyone can get it based on those, I will give you money. I'm so confident that nobody will get it based on those three clues alone. Um, but you can ask some supplementary questions about any of them if you would like to help yourself and everybody else out, James. Okay, so number one, your clue was nice guy doesn't do much. This isn't a yes. question, but we know that it's a guy from that. We know it's, yes. it's, it's a man. Mm doesn't do much i'm thinking is it a politician hmm, what a good question yes it is a politician oh okay for the first time ever you've actually asked a good question is this politician <laughs> like in any sort of power right now What do you like, mean, any is sort it, of power? Is it is this politician in the like current government? No. Okay. Um, is this politician really widely hated? I don't think so. Okay. Can we go on to person two? Yes. Yes. You would have heard of them, but wouldn't know anything about them. Is this person an actor? No. Okay. Are they a woman? Female? No. Are they a male? Yes. Okay, male. You would have heard of them but wouldn't know anything about them. Are they from social media? Not really, no. Oh my god. Are they an artist? What kind of artist? Like a music artist. Yes. Okay. Not like a Van Gogh artist. Yeah. So that I know of. A male music artist. Uh, do they? Yeah, have, my basically. final question. Do they have a popular song right now? Yes, probably several. Oh, okay. Let's go to That's... number three. Okay, and we'll recap all this before we we go into yeah. the song. By the way. Number In case three. you're not keeping up, this is quite complicated. Your clue was give it to me. Mm. Is this person an artist? A music artist? Yes. Okay. I want to ask a clue. I think it might give it away, but I think maybe our listeners deserve that. Uh, okay. If you is think this the name it, of one of their songs? No. Oh, okay. Is this a lyric 
from one of their songs? Yes. Okay, okay, okay. Um, Is that enough to be going on? Can we ask one more? Alright, alright, one more. Can I one ask more. you not a yes or no, but just a question? Yes. What's their name? I'm joking, not that one. <laughs> um, what sort of music do they make? Pop music. Could you I'm go a little bit more? Pop music. Could you go a bit more in depth? Is it pop dance? Well polished pop music. Okay, well polished. Uh, can I ask that same question of person number two? Um, dance bangers for person number two. Dance bangers for person number two. Yeah. Okay, so we've got person number one. Nice guy yes. doesn't do much. Male politician, not in current government, not widely hated. Correct. Person number two, you would have heard of them, but wouldn't know anything about them. A male music artist with several popular songs right now that are dance bangers. Yes. And person number three, give it to me. That is one of their lyrics, but it's not the name of a song. They're a music artist who makes well-polished pop music. Oh, but forgive it to me. Person number three, are they male? They're not male. Okay. All right. Hopefully that should be enough to yeah. go on. That's a, that's a lot <laughs> if of you just started listening. If you just started listening, you won't have a clue what's going on. I bumped into three famous people in Blackpool. And you have to guess all of them. So you've got you've got the information. Now you just have to get in touch if anyone was following that, <laughs> which I hope you were. 07807-183-538 is the number. At Wiz Radio is the Twitter and the Instagram. Station at wizardradio.co.uk is the email. If you can guess one of them, if you can guess all three of them, whatever you've got, just send me a guess and we'll see if anyone can work it out there's no prize for this or anything it's just for my own entertainment i just like making people guess things so who did i bump into in blackpool three different people clues you've all just heard one of them's a nice guy doesn't do much one of them you won't know anything about but you'll have heard of them the other give it to me if if you've got anything good luck get in touch and i'll tell you who it actually was and why on earth they're all in Blackpool after Mimi Webb and this Lil Nas X Sun Goes Down on Wizard Radio. Live from a slightly funny smelling basement in Manchester, this is Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Mimi Webb and Dumb Love on Wizard Radio, it's Alec Feldman and welcome back to the world's most complicated and drawn out game of Guess Who ever. Um, I bumped into and spoke to, not one, not two, but three slightly famous people in Blackpool on the beach of all places. Not actually on the beach, but you know, Blackpool is like by the seaside, isn't it? Um, and because I'm mean and enjoy making people guess things, I've given you some clues and I want you to guess the identity of all three of them. You don't have to... I don't need one person to guess all three. Just between you. If somebody works out one of them and somebody else works out the other, that's fine. Because otherwise this will go on forever. Uh, you know what? If I was being really cruel, I could drag this out for a whole show. This could be all we do until five o'clock, but nobody wants that. So let's just let's just crack on. The clues for the, the three people. You know when you're doing something and you're suddenly like, why am I doing this? This is one of those moments, but here we go. We're committed. The first person, they're a nice guy, but they don't do much. They're a politician we've established, not in the current government. And I wouldn't say they're widely hated, but you know, that's subjective, isn't it? Second person, you'll have heard of them. You won't know anything about them. 
They are a music artist who has several popular dance bangers out right now. Third person is another music artist who's not a male. They make well-polished pop music and you will find the lyrics Give It To Me in one of their songs. If you're still following, let's see if any of the guesses have got it vaguely right. Josh says, this is much harder than someone knocking at your door. You're not wrong. We used to do that a while ago. I only have guesses for person one and person two, Josh says. Uh, one of them is definitely wrong because I can't believe these person are going to be in the same. These people will be in the same place. Okay. So Josh thinks first person is Sadiq Khan, who's the mayor of London. Uh, but obviously isn't in the government. Yeah. Is it Sadiq Khan? Who knows? He thinks person three is Ariana Grande because she song sings the lyric, Oh, give it to me, in the chorus of the song every day a lot. But he also specifies he doesn't think I've met both of them. It's going to be one or the other. I mean, why wouldn't Sadiq Khan and Ariana Grande be in Blackpool at the same time? Is that so unbelievable? I'm afraid, Josh, you are wrong. It's not Sadiq Khan. He was not in Blackpool. He never leaves London because that's his thing. He's the mayor of London. Uh, He hasn't left since he was elected in 2016. That's how much he loves London. Second person, Ariana Grande. I would love it if Ariana Grande was in Blackpool. Do you think she has ever been to Blackpool? Has she ever played Blackpool? I know she's got the Manchester connection, but has she ever gone beyond the confines of the M60 into Greater Lancashire to find the delight that is Blackpool? I hope so. Lots of donuts that she could lick in Blackpool, but I suspect she hasn't been and still hasn't been because I didn't meet Ariana Grande in Blackpool. So, Josh, both of your guesses are wrong. Carly thinks for person two, it was Calvin Harris. That was the um, the music artist with popular music, but you won't actually know much about. Um, I played a song with Tom Grennan earlier, so that's like a clue, Carly thinks. And he makes the dance bangers. This is true. You're not, you're not a million miles away, but... Uh, not Calvin Harris. Um, again, he's someone I could see going to Blackpool. I bet he had many happy holidays to Blackpool as a child. But he wasn't the one I met on this occasion. I think his Blackpool days are probably behind him. Zoe thinks the third person, the singer, the give it to me person is Rihanna. Uh, no. Apparently she spends lots of time in London. That's Zoe's evidence. Uh, Zoe, I don't know if you've ever been to Blackpool, but London and Blackpool are a million miles away from each other, so I don't think Rihanna living in London would mean she'd fancy a trip up to Blackpool. Um, Apparently, Give It To Me features in a lot of Rihanna songs, including S&M and Rude Boy. (laughs) Zoe says, I can't imagine you with Rihanna in the flesh. No, me neither. Uh, That's because it didn't happen. It wasn't Rihanna who was in Blackpool either. Ollie has got the answer. Well, he's got one of the answers. Um, he has identified person number one. That was the politician one, remember, who I said seems like a nice guy but doesn't really do much. He's worked out. It's the leader of the Labour Party, Keir Starmer. Uh, he says, I don't know what people think of him, but people are just a bit meh in general towards him. And I could imagine him just strolling down the beach in Blackpool. Exactly! And that's where we found him. I actually met Keir Starmer, very briefly spoke to him. He seems nice. I was just like, oh, thanks for all you're doing. And he was like, we have to. It's our duty. It was all very nice. So person one, Keir Starmer, tragically, in the most complicated and drawn out game of guess who ever to take place in history, nobody has got the second or third people. What a shame. Let's just keep playing until somebody gets it. No, let's not. It's time to end it. So the second person, the one that makes the dance bangers that you won't know anything about, Sigala. 
was the person, you know, off of Sweet Melody and Sweet Lovin' and You For Me and all those songs. He was also in Blackpool at the same time as Keir Starmer, not together. He wasn't on the Keir Starmer Blackpool tour, tragically. He was there as well. Um, he also seems like quite a nice chap, but uh, yeah, that's it. And the third person, <laughs> give it to me. It's not Rihanna. It's not Ariana Grande. Do you remember Fleur East from The X Factor in 2014 and from I'm a Celebrity and from like Saturday Night Telly on ITV all the time? I feel like she's always on. She was also in Blackpool. Weirdly enough, she actually was with Keir Starmer. Not, they didn't plan, but when I saw them, they were both in the same place. <laughs> How utterly ridiculous. And Fleur East is also very nice. So there we go. The, all these people were in Blackpool and I spoke to them and... I don't know what the point of this was. Why are we doing this again? I don't. I think everybody wants this game to be over now. Do you want it to be over? Yeah, okay. The game is over. <laughs> well done to Ollie, who actually guessed Keir Starmer. The other two, Sigala and Flourish, we can all get on with our lives now. Thank you for taking part in the most ridiculous Guess Who game ever. This is new from Swedish House Mafia. It's called It Gets Better on Wizard Radio. Swedish House Mafia, they're back. That was called It Gets Better. I'm Alec Feldman. The Olympics are happening this year. I, I wasn't sure if they were actually happening because I hadn't heard anything about it like all year, but they do seem to be. They're happening in Tokyo. Don't think there's going to be any spectators from what I've heard because, you know, pandemic. But they are actually happening and they're taking COVID security very seriously. So seriously, in fact, that they've even started taking precautions for the athletes to protect the athletes from well from themselves basically um and that extends even into their accommodation because they've i don't know how i can put this best they've redesigned the beds that the athletes would sleep on to make it more covid secure right so instead of a normal bed they've designed their bed in such a way that Say an athlete wanted to invite a fellow athlete back, or even not a fellow, you know, a member of the, the public. Does that? Ha- I don't really know what goes on at the Olympics. I'd rather not know, to be honest. Um, but if they if they wanted to do that, they can't because the beds are specially designed to prevent them from doing that, and they've put in lots of special measures. They've basically made the beds really, really flimsy. <laughs> They're single beds, obviously. And they've been made so flimsy that if you even try to get on it with another person, as as an athlete might, they will instantly break. <laughs> They're made of cardboard. And literally, they will intentionally collapse if you try and get on with somebody else. This is how seriously they're taking the COVID threat. They want to stop all kinds of mixing, so much so that... <laughs> They've literally got these weird disposable cardboard beds. Absolutely incredible. Um, I wonder, what, didn't they were designed for that specific reason? Like someone thought of it and they were like, we need to make some beds that will prevent anything dodgy going on. Or do you think it was just another bed and they were like, ah, this will be perfect. Actually, I've just seen, they, they were designed specifically for, for the, these Olympics. Um, but they're, they're made of recycled cardboard, so at least there's that. <laughs> Genius. So that's something for the athletes to look forward to, not at the Olympics. 
Right, let's do another game that I promise won't be as hard as the game we played earlier. What's going on? It's happening on the show next. This is Billie Eilish and NDA. Wizard Radio, Billie Eilish, NDA. I'm Alec Feldman. Good afternoon. If you haven't had enough of games after the world's most difficult game of Guess Who, I've got another one for you. We do this one every week. It's a lot simpler. It's probably more fun for all involved, to be completely honest. And it's called... What's going on? The premise is basically contained entirely within the title. I'm going to play you a little clip that I found on the internet of something weird and confusing happening. And your job in this game is to answer the question, what's going on? It won't be that obvious. It's usually quite messy and chaotic. But using your brain power and imagination, I would like you to try and work out what is happening in the clip. Very simple. You send me a message, put what you think is happening and why, and maybe someone will be right, maybe someone won't be, but we'll all have a nice time. Let's hear this week's clip on what's going on for the first time right now. What is that? <laughs> so there's there's a bit of speaking at the start, but then it kind of stops. You can hear, I think, a man and a woman saying, get out of the car a few times. And then it sounds like there's some screeching and some crash. There's lots of crashing sounds. I don't know what that is. I mean, it must be a car because they're saying get out the car, right? And then you hear an engine and then you hear a few more like crashing sounds. And then at the end, the noise changes somewhat. Now, that, I think, is going to be the most difficult bit here, because obviously it involves a car. We know this much. But what's, what's the sound right at the end of that clip? What's going on there? If you think you have an idea of what that whole situation is all about, why they're telling someone to get out the car, why the car's driving off and crashing into stuff, then send me a message with your thoughts. 07807 on the phones at WizRadio on Twitter and Instagram or station at wizardradio.co.uk. That's our email address, if that's the easiest way for you to get involved. What on earth is happening here? What's going on? If you know, 07807 183 538. What is this chaotic car scene? All thoughts welcome. Right, on the way, that new David Guest with John Newman song. I love that. Also, Easy Life coming up right now. It's 401. Let's get a news update. I, the voiceover guy, have been paid a small one off fee to let you know that you're listening to Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. KSI and Holiday on Wizard Radio, Easy Life and Ocean View. Before that, Afternoon, Alec Feldman here. How beautiful is it outside? If you're in the UK, it is so nice. I'm sat here, I've got like the door wide open, I'm looking out. I'm really moving up in the world because I moved out again. When we spoke last, I was telling you about the, the little move that I did where I moved from the basement to the ground floor of the exact same house that I was living in. It was like a temporary thing. My landlord was very nice 
and because I was going to be homeless otherwise, she was like, okay, move upstairs and you can stay there for an extra week, but then you really do have to go away. So we did that move, moved upstairs, it was alright, a bit dirty, there was some salsa on the floor, but other than that, all fine. And then I've now actually moved again, and this time I don't have to go anywhere, I can unpack, I haven't unpacked, I've been here for ages and I still am basically living out of boxes, but I'm in, I've got windows, I've got a balcony, it's quite nice, you know. I'm not. I'm happy with this. It's a good time, and the moving out is it's very difficult and stressful. And I didn't really want to like get a man with a van because then you're working to their time schedule and you can only get them if they're ever. It's just annoying, and I didn't think it would be fair to drag like random family members up to help me. So I did it on my own. I'm a big boy. I could never have moved to uni on my own, but now here we are. I literally moved house just myself and a hire car I did this last year as well and last year when I hired the car there may have been a, a slight little a little incident um, where perhaps they gave me a brand new car that had literally never been driven before and perhaps it was returned with a bit of a dent in the side and I was quite worried about this time round because you know my track record <laughs> A funny story about that. They never charged me for it. I never heard anything from them again after I took back their car with a massive debt. I have no idea what happened, but you know what? Let's go with it. They, they even let me have a car again, and I drove it, and I don't drive very often. I drive about once a year, and it took a while to get back into it, and I'm not sure if I was necessarily the best driver in the world. I'm very safe, but like you know, a few things you're just not quite good at. Other people get really impatient with you when you're being really cautious, and they start beeping, and you're like, shut up. Let me, I'll do it in my own time. But... Returned it, not a scratch on it. The curse is broken. I haven't, you know, ruined any more hire cars and that's that's an achievement. Didn't hit anyone, didn't hit anything. It was all absolutely fine. So that, that was good. Um, getting stuff from car to house, difficult. Only one of me, loads of boxes, quite a long walk up some stairs and also like halfway across the car park. Very difficult. I'll be honest, I wouldn't be massively shocked if I've ended up with loads of parking fines because I'm not 100% sure whether I was actually allowed to park there or not. But that is a problem for another day. <laughs> and I think this is this is probably the weirdest bit about the whole house moving experience. You know how I said my ex-landlord, she very kindly let me move upstairs for a week, me and one of my other housemates, just to, to get ourselves sorted out. So on the Thursday that we were meant to be moving out, she calls me up and I actually missed the call and I call her back and she doesn't pick up and then she called me again and I actually answered and I thought she was going to be talking to me about you know handing the keys back and whether there's going to be anyone moving in and what time she wants us out by so I pick up the phone and the first thing she says to me is Alex do you want to come to a comedy night tonight and I was like, like sorry what can you say that again please what did you just ask me and she wanted me to go to a comedy night my landlord my soon to be ex-landlord on moving out day phoned me up to invite me to a comedy night that she was hosting how random and i was like this is a completely ridiculous request um but she gave me a discounted entry and offered me two free drinks so i went i actually did go to my ex-landlord's comedy night on the day that i was moving out and i was like you know you know if i do this like i won't have time to move the rest of my stuff i'll have to do it tomorrow and she was like yeah yeah that's fine just come come so i went to her comedy night um it was quite empty because COVID, social distancing, I was looking around the room wondering how many other people were people that live in one of her houses that she's asked to come along. But I did get two free lemonades, 
So, um, you know, I'm making back that rent little by little. I'll only need a few more lemonades before I'm, I'm in profit again. And it was actually quite funny. It was all these comics who, like, haven't performed since March 2020 and were a bit rubbish. But it was quite nice. I had a nice time. And that was my weird house moving experience that involved cars and keys and a comedy night. I don't think anybody's ever done that one before. And now I'm in and it's actually very nice and I'm a happy boy. I just need to take all of my stuff out of boxes. So there you go. That's where we're at in my life. I always like updating you. This is good. I really like Sam Fender. New song from him. 17 going under. Sam Fender and 17 going under on Wizard Radio. Alec Feldman on till five. Hi. Um, I've been reading about crimes. I always like sort of slightly funny crime stories. Like burglars who get things wrong or burglars who steal weird things. It's always quite entertaining. I don't know if this is necessarily funny. In many ways, this is this is deadly serious. It's not, I mean, I'll, no, it's not. You know what? It's not funny at all. But I just the randomness of it is funny, even though what actually happened is is really not. So let me tell you about the most invasive burglar of all time. This happened in America, of course, of course, of course, everything stupid that happens in the world happens in America, no offence to any Americans who might be listening, but, you know, think about the Florida man and everything he's been through. This isn't a Florida man, though, this is a Nevada woman, and she is a burglar who broke into a dentist, so far so normal, and she, you know, she smashed and grabbed, as you do, went into the till, took out, how much was it? $22,861 in cash, which is a lot of money to keep in cash in the dentist. They should really have put that in the bank, but I suppose they need it for the tooth fairy, don't they? So it makes sense. And she stole the money, but now this is when it gets really ridiculous. While she was there, she also stole something else. She didn't just steal the money. She stole teeth. She stole, to be precise, 13 teeth. But, now this is when it gets completely crazy. She removed them from the mouth of a patient. Like, she actually did the tooth extraction from some patient who had no idea. And she just went in. I don't know. Was she, was she dressed up like a dental nurse or something? How did she pass for just a dentist? I don't know. She, while she had broken in, she stole all this cash. She somehow had the time to remove 13 teeth from a patient. I mean, I have so many questions about this because, okay, what time of day did it happen? How did she manage to break in and steal all that cash in the middle of the day? And if it's not the middle of the day, if it's the night time, why is there a patient in the dentist in the middle of the night? There's a lot that's weird about this, and the article doesn't really answer a lot of the questions that I have. It's not the best written thing in the world, but she used to work there, so I suppose that explains how she was able to do these teeth extractions and how she knew what she was doing. It was where she used to work. But why was the patient there? Why was she allowed to just go and operate on this patient? I, I don't know. But also, why? Why did she... What, I can't believe I didn't even ask the most obvious question. Why was she not happy with the cash? Why did she also take out the 13 teeth? She's got 22 grand. She doesn't need an extra 13 quid from the tooth fairy, for one thing. But what's your motives? Does she know the patient personally? Was it like a revenge extraction? Was it a random attack on somebody's mouth? Because they've lost that 13 teeth now forever. 
gonna have to get all that like cap I don't understand and this article doesn't even scratch the surface on that it just says the last line of the article I've read this whole thing the very final line says it's not known what she did with the teeth or why she pulled them out you're you're a journalist that's your job your job is to find out the answer to these questions what on earth is going on I don't know but I just, that story was just too weird not to share with you. She robbed $22,000 and 13 teeth from inside somebody's mouth and was able to do it without getting stopped first. And nobody knows why. I, I can't. America is another world. <laughs> I don't understand at all. But now you can all be puzzled about that as well. Coming up next, warnings. Did, did anybody ever warn people in advance about you? Because I... I've been told something this week. I'll be honest, it's upset me a little bit. I'll tell you exactly what after Justin Bieber and the Kid Leroy. This is Stay on Wizard Radio. I feel like we know each other pretty well. We chat for a couple of hours every week. We're mates. Um, it's a bit of a weird question, but if you ever had to introduce me to your friends, what would you say Like before I met them? You're like, oh, Alex coming on along tonight, but... like. And they're like, oh, what's that like? Like, what would you say? Because somebody I know told me this week, if they ever had to introduce me to their, like, other group of friends, they would have to apologise in advance. They'd be like, oh, oh yeah, Alec, you're going to meet Alec tonight. Listen, can I just say sorry in advance for anything he says or does? He's lovely, really. That's me, apparently. I never really thought of myself as this kind of person. They're like... The, the sort of the embarrassment is it like an embarrassment or a liability or just someone that will put their foot in it i suppose i, I can put my foot in it sometimes but i wouldn't have thought it was to the excuse me to the extent where you'd have to be like yeah just, just, don't take anything he says too seriously he doesn't really mean it i didn't think i was like that but this is what i got told they'd be like yeah sorry about him before i'd even open my mouth i'm hurt i'll be honest I am hurt. I'm a lovely person. I, I, I don't know. Am I really that much of a social liability that you'd apologise for me in advance? Maybe, maybe I am. I just, I hadn't thought of myself in that way before now, and now I'm sort of questioning everything. Going, am I really? Am I, uh, what's is that inappropriate? Because I don't think they're saying I'm inappropriate in like a creepy way, or like, oh, watch out for him. They're not warning them about that. They're just saying. Yeah, you know, he, he talks absolute rubbish. Just ignore it. Like, don't take, don't take him seriously. So I'm sorry if he offends you. I don't. I'm not that offensive. I'm like, I'm like a. I'm, I'm not a shock jock. I'm not out to offend. I'm not like one of those idiots on Twitter. I don't know, ben Shapiro. That's not me. But apparently, I need to be apologised for in advance <laughs> before I've even opened my mouth. Before I've had the chance to say or do anything wrong, I've already been apologised for. And it gets me thinking because. It's quite a a specific situation when your friends have to introduce you to their other group of friends. It doesn't happen often, maybe on like birthday parties or if they're bringing you along to something as a plus one or there aren't that many other random life situations where sort of different social groups cross paths, are there? So it doesn't really happen often. But when it does, what, what are your friends saying about you? Like, say you're going to your best friend's birthday. Your best friend has also invited some other friends from somewhere else to their birthday. What do they tell those friends about you before 
they meet you? Are they going to say, oh yeah, don't, 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 you know, go too near him or I'm sorry about him. Please don't, don't go too, too hard on him or, or what? What are they saying? Are they saying, oh yeah, he's great. He's a right laugh. You'll love him. Because that you never really get to hear that, do you? Because it's like people talking behind your back, not necessarily in a bad way, just in like a you know the third person when you're not there. You never know. So what what do, what do you think they say about you? Do you know for a fact what your other friends describe you as? Because I've only just found out, and it's not what I was expecting. I would have liked to like, oh yeah, great guy, really funny, joy to be around, absolute hoot, life and soul. But instead, apparently my description is, yeah, sorry about him. What about you? What what do you reckon your friends are telling other people about yourself? Maybe you have actual experience in this where you have found out what they've been saying about you and how you've been described. Any experience in this area, can you just send me a message now and tell me what people have been saying? 07807 183 538 is my text number. At WizRadio on Twitter and Instagram or station at wizardradio.co.uk on the emails what do your friends say to their other friends to describe you that's my question if you've got any answers get on the text 07807 183 538 peach prc is on the way and tate mccray next featuring khalid and wouldn't you like to know a little bit more about khalid you would wouldn't you okay let's do a 60 second guide to khalid right now Alex, totally accurate, definitely not made up 60 second guide. Khalid's entire musical career could have panned out completely differently to how it has. He was originally a DJ who went by the name of DJ Khalid. His career was really starting to take off. Nightclub residencies, festival performances, even a remix album on its way. When he received a letter. The letter was a cease and desist order. It was from DJ Khaled's lawyers. They accused him of trying to generate confusion and mislead people into thinking he was DJ Khaled. He'd never even heard of DJ Khaled before. Khalid, even though he was a DJ, he'd only ever played Eurodance music. Nonetheless, he decided rather than risk a lengthy and very expensive legal battle with DJ Khaled that he probably wouldn't win, Khalid would simply cut the DJ off his name and carry on. Wasn't to be though. Like Samson and his hair, Khalid without his DJ just couldn't do it anymore. His mixes were offbeat. His song selections emptied the dance floors, he just lost it. After one particularly bad gig where even security had gone home, he vowed never to DJ again and launched his career as a singer instead, and that is Khalid in 60 seconds. Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Come and join the fun from a safe distance. Radio playing Peach with Symptomatic. Ugh. And Tate McCrane Khalid before that. Not, not that I dislike the song, just the whole the name. I'm Alec Feldman. Nina Nesbitt's new song is coming up. So is H. Miles Mikulski on at five o'clock. I was told this week by a friend of mine that if she ever introduces me to her like main group of friends, she will apologise for me in advance, not even giving me the chance to do something wrong. Literally just apologising already for my for my existence, for just the way I am. And you know what? I'm hurt. I'm offended. I didn't think I was like this, but apparently I am. I'm the kind of person you to go oh sorry about him he doesn't mean it really I didn't realize that it's weird how your self-perception is very different to how other people perceive you and there Dan's been on on the text thank you Dan I've been told someone once had to apologize for me after I'd left a party once 
I was deeply offended by that, perhaps a bit shocked, so I couldn't really think of anything I'd said that was controversial or could have upset someone. When I asked them what they apologised for, they said, Your general demeanour. Which really hurt me! A blow to my heart! So apparently my friends feel the need to apologise for my general meanness. That's horrible, Dan. Get new friends. That's really mean. Your general... That's literally saying everything about you, your whole persona, we need to apologise for it. That's not nice. What's so bad about you? Oh, that's mean. That is very mean. Let me have a word with your mates, Dan. That's not cool. I'm offended on your behalf for that one. Because it's so, it's so vague and yet completely encompasses everything. <laughs> That's what's dislikable about you. Your friends. Well, people's friends, right. They're the best people in the world, but at the same time, they really know how to put you back in your place, don't they? <laughs> Benny has been on. I've had this conversation with my friends before. Apparently, they described me as silent but deadly, which, when I first heard the description, sort of just confused me. I get what they mean. I'm usually a bit of a quiet one at a party, but then if I get hooked on the subject or something that interests me, you cannot get rid of me. At least I identify that in myself. I would have liked to have had a more positive review, though. Yeah. I mean, Benny, I, I don't know you're the one that points this out. Silent but deadly. <laughs> Silent but deadly does make you sound a bit like a fart. I hope your friends weren't comparing you to a fart. Being like, yeah, he smells a bit bad and he lingers when you don't want him to. But other than that, yeah, great guy. Silent but deadly. I think that is quite a, a compliment. I think, <laughs> unless they are comparing you to a, you know, passing wind, gas, a trump, but I think that is actually quite nice, they're like, yeah, sorry, but he's deadly, so watch out for that, but yeah, I, th- I think that's quite a nice way to be described, actually, I wouldn't be too upset about that, better than, sorry about him, but this, the weird thing about this is, it's not even on the cards, there's no situation in the immediate future where I'm going to meet this person's other friends, it's not like it's something she had to think about. It wasn't an issue, she just came out with it anyway. Being like, yeah, I'd have to apologise for you if you ever met my friend. No need to tell me that. <laughs> Not going to happen, you just chose to stab me in the heart with a dagger. I don't know why. <clears throat> uh, Megan says, I reckon my friends would describe me as a liability behind my back. At least I can spot it in myself, though. Here's the thing, when I'm out with my friends, I'm usually the person who tries something that gets us all in trouble or takes the fun a bit too seriously or something like that. I'm the one who's not worried to complain if we don't get a good table at a restaurant or all those kind of things. I will speak up about it. You know what though, every friend group needs one. You're true, you sound like a bit of a Karen, to be honest, but not necessarily in a bad way because I feel like sometimes we all do go a bit Karen. And you're right, every friend group does need someone that's a bit karen so that the rest of you can, you know, chill a bit. So if you've taken that on for yourself, then that is very commendable. You know, well, liability, I don't mind liability, actually. It's like, yeah, they'll get into a complete mess, but it's quite fun. You know, nobody's usually, actually, that's not true. People have been described as a liability in a negative way before, haven't they? It's not like, oh, they're a liability. It can also be like, they're an absolute liability. So yeah, it's not, it's not always a good thing, come to think about it. But, you know, again could be worse because your friend group needs you Megan never forget that if it wasn't for you they'd be sat I don't know in the corner behind a pillar where everyone ignores you so you keep doing what you're doing Megan you're doing the Lord's work keep it up and uh, Josh Josh says I'm sure all of my friends would describe me as a right laugh life at the party and a great guy to be around without a doubt I'm sure that's how I would always be described well uh, yes Josh I I absolutely agree yeah of course they would Mm -hmm. You're right. Anyway, 
Let's move on. We'll find out what on earth is going on in what's going on. It's a confusing one this week, but I feel like a, a lot of you might have got it because it's been kind of everywhere. So we'll do that in a second. Nina Nesbitt, this is Summer Fling. Nina Nesbitt and Summer Fling on Wizard Radio. I don't know if it's because I've not had much sleep or because it's really hot, but I'm very tired. So it's a good thing that Miles is here in 10 minutes. Time before that to do the conclusion of this game, which is called this. What's going on? So before uh, four o'clock every week, you hear a little, a little bit of a clip of an event, a situation, a... I don't know, that that's, covers everything, doesn't it? Something that's happened that I found on the internet. It's a bit chaotic and a bit confusing and just weird. Weird kind of sums it up. And based on only the audio, you have to tell me what has actually happened. So this week, I, this might go quite quickly, actually, because I feel like a lot of people will have seen this. But also, I mean, it's incredible. So I wanted to, to play it. And also, the context is great, too. So... Let's hear this week's clip, and then we'll get into some guesses. Get out of the car! 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 So, there's what sounds like a man and a woman shouting at someone to get out of the car. There's some like car noises and some crashing noises and then it changes and sounds really different at the end. It sounds like something else is happening. What what is happening? Obviously there's a car and there's some people who are trying to get someone out of the car, but why? Who does the car belong to? Where's the car going? Where is the car currently? Why are they trying to get it's all the questions? So let's see, let's see if this is gone. Uh, Kate says, I think this is two police officers trying to get someone out of a car. The one screaming, get out of the car! At the beginning of the clip. Um, she is the only time... No, yeah, there's, there's the person that's screaming. That's that's the evidence of that. The only time Kate says that I can think of someone would try and get someone else out of the car is if it was the police. You then hear a crash, there's lots of commotion, but I think that's a trick. I think that's actually the police officers getting back in their police car and purposely crashing into the other car to stop the guy from getting away. I don't know if that's what the police are meant to do, but then again, when do the police do what they're meant to do? Ooh, you went there. Um, you are partially right. The police are trying to get someone out of a car. You're right that the police are kind of the only people that would really try and get someone out of a car. But it's not them tactically having a little bit of tactical contact, as I think it's called in the business. They're not purposely crashing into him to stop it. They are actually completely um, helpless. Let's put it that way. They're not. They're not doing that. So you're wrong on that front. But they are trying to get someone out of a car, and there is lots of commotion, but not not police crashing into someone. So a, a solid start. We've already got some of the way there. Thank you, Kate. Ellie. Ellie has gone from a complete for a completely different um, line of thinking. I think this is a breakup that's gone really, really badly. Two people have just broken up. One of them's really upset and they've got in their car. You have two other people shouting, OUT THE CAR! To get them back inside before they do something stupid or hurt someone. And then the car drives away, but it gets in a crash because they couldn't see properly through all of the tears. A sad story. Moral of it, never drive whilst heartbroken. Oh, Ellie, that is very sad, very beautiful <laughs> in a way. 
But no, there is no crashing because someone can't see through tears that I know of. Maybe, maybe there is, but it's just not, not detailed enough in the actual video. So that's not what it is. It isn't two people who have broken up. Kate was closer when she said about the police officers. And Thomas sent in a message. She says, I think I've actually seen this clip online. Yeah, I thought a few of you might have done. I know the answer for once in this game. Well, well done. Let's see if you actually do, though. This is the video, Tom says, of the police trying to get someone out of a car who has done something wrong. But then the car drives away. It crashes into loads of other cars in the process. And then in an attempt to get away, the car dri uh, drives onto the train tracks. And then there's the video of a car driving on the train tracks in an attempt to get away from the police. It is utter madness. You know what? Credit where it's due, Tom. Bang on the money. You are completely right. Right down to the last detail. You know everything that's happened. So, congrats, you're right. Let's, let's play the clip again and I'll talk you through what's actually happening. Let's have another listen. So, first up, there are two police officers trying to pull someone out of the car with, like, an open door. The windscreen wipers are going off randomly for some reason. Then the car starts reversing whilst the door's open and they're trying to get the person out. It's reversing with, like, a police officer in it. He kind of rolls out. The car keeps reversing. It crashes into, like, another car that's just parked. Then it goes forward again. Um, way forward. Then what they've done, this article, they've, like, recreated it. Speeds off down the road. And they've found a bit of CCTV footage. So the next thing you see is the CCTV footage of how the car actually got onto the train tracks and it like smashes through like a level crossing. And then the final bit you see, which is the like sound, that is a car literally driving on train tracks through a train station on the platform. Incredible. Absolute scenes. I don't know what happened in the end. Is it still driving around on the train track somewhere? Are there delays because of this Range Rover that's on, on the tracks? I don't know. But basically, I think the car was nicked. That's what happened. And that is what's going on. So well done for Tom, who actually got the answer completely right this week. So nice one. Thank you, everyone else, for getting involved in what's going on and in the world's most complicated guessing game of Guess Who Ever and how your friends subscribe to other people. Just everything on the show today. Thank you very much. It's always great when you get involved, so it's always appreciated. I'm done for the week. Miles Mikulski is here at 5. I'm back on on Friday at 3 with the weekly mixtape, and then Saturday, 3 till 5, come find me. I'm going to play H, Learning Curve, as the last song this afternoon. There goes another episode of Alec Feldman, the podcast. Wasn't that some great content? Come back next week for more audio-based fun. <laughs>